This week in Baby Quest, Amni, whoa, synthesis. My name is Mike. And I'm Leah. Hi, Leah. Welcome to Baby Quest. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. We're recording on a Friday night, so that's different. Sleepy. Goofy. Feeling (laughs) goofy right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, I guess we'll get to like recap things and things that happened recently. But, uh, so this week. two weeks it's been multiple weeks since since we've done like a recap yeah since we've had any kind of update as to what's happening re squid Mm -hmm. so what's the latest squid's doing great Mm -hmm. i had oh big news the hematoma is no longer visible on any of the ultrasounds Oh, yeah. I haven't had bleeding for more than two weeks, maybe closer to three now. Yeah, so a couple weeks ago, so there was like, I like you stopped went in for an ultrasound. bleeding like a couple of weeks ago, and then yeah. last week I went in for an ultrasound, Yeah, and the they weren't able to see the hematoma in the ultrasound. Yeah, and our doctor and our doctor was like skeptical. She was like, "Well, they didn't find it, so it hasn't gotten bigger, but I don't think it would have resolved that quickly." And I was like, "Well, not saying it's not there, but they just they didn't do a good job <laughs> seeing it." Probably. And then I told her that I wasn't having any more bleeding, and I hadn't had any bleeding for like more than a week at that point. And she was like, "Oh, well." I mean, that lines up with what we're seeing, so maybe I'm less skeptical now. <laughs> and then I had the amniocentesis this week. Finally. I know, which also involves another ultrasound. And again, in that ultrasound, they did not see the hematoma. So... Oh, behave. We really think... <laughs> We really think it's gone? So yeah, the amniocentesis... It seems the the bleeding situation seems resolved as far yeah. as we can tell. Yeah. Amniocentesis went well. So for those of you who have never had one, they don't freeze your skin before they insert a needle into your belly. So that was one thing that I was surprised about. So basically... Backing up even further, they're taking out some of the baby juice. Some of the amniotic fluid, yes. Inside of the uterus. Yes. Inside of the placenta. No. Just the uterus, outside of the placenta. The placenta is like an organ that lives within the uterus. Hang on. Doesn't the baby hang out? They are attached to the placenta by the umbilical cord in the uterus. Hang on. Okay, apparently we need to do some like anatomy slash <sighs> sexual reproduction lessons with Mike here. I thought the the placenta. So you have the uterus, well, which the... is like a balloon 
yeah. filled with fluid. And then I thought, and that's like, the amniotic fluid. But I thought, like, the next layer inside the uterus was the placenta. No, the placenta is attached to the wall of the uterus, and then the umbilical cord attaches the baby from to the placenta. And then what's the placenta attached to? To the wall of the uterus. And what's that attached to? What's the wall of the uterus attached to? Okay, I think that, man, I had a very wrong idea about the placenta. So what did you think the placenta was? I thought it was just, like, more uterus. (laughs) No, like, it comes out after you give birth. Yeah, it's the part, like, the the like water balloon that comes out after you give birth no that the baby comes out of is what i thought no i understand there's a uterus and amniotic fluid and a baby so, uh, i get all that but then i didn't realize okay, the I guess placenta like, was the uterus like, isn't a balloon because like the baby is like like were you picturing like when the water when your water breaks mm. And, like, that being needing to come out, whatever is broken when your water breaks. <laughs> so you got a uterus. Yeah. But then inside the uterus, in my mind, yeah, I thought that, like, the placenta was, like, the water balloon inside the uterus. No. No. Well, I, I realize it, that now. It, it's what provides blood, oxygen, and nutrients to the baby via the umbilical cord. So it's why it's just like some kind of a middleman between the umbilical cord and the uterus. Yeah. Well, what's it even doing? Supporting the baby. Why doesn't the umbilical cord just attach right to the? Because it needs like some like it needs the thing to sustain the baby. The and uterus so it is detaches like from the uterus after you, you give, give birth. birth. Yeah, because you don't need it anymore. What does it look like? Oh, do you want to see? It's like super interesting. You should look up a photo of a uterus. Okay, we're gonna. It's duck. like very. No, no, no. A photo of a placenta. Oh, sorry. Yeah, photo of a placenta. It's like very veiny. We're gonna do a duck, duck, go image search here. This? Like one side is like bumpy and ridgy, and the other side is smooth. Sure. The smooth side is what detaches from the uterus, I guess. It's <laughs> Why a great is it question. so big? Because it's sustaining a baby. Placenta. That's why you can hear the heartbeat when you like go like remember when I was pregnant with Eliza and my placenta was on the side and we would like hear the heartbeat when like we went over the side. Yeah. With the Doppler, that's why cuz it's like a it has blood flow. Yeah, even after we talked about it and discussed it, this was still not what I was picturing. Hmm. I mean, when I give birth to this baby, you can ask to see the placenta. Maybe I'll take it home. We are not burying it in the backyard. We are not boiling it down and turning it into a capsule to eat. No. And if any of our listeners are into want that to kind do of that, thing, that's fine. Stop listening. No, it's You're fine. You're weird. It's, You're a weirdo. It's fine. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> I would look at my placenta, though. I mean, I could look right now if you want. No. I don't know how you think you would look at my placenta right now. Anyways. All right. Well, I feel like I. This is surprising to me because this seems like a very basic thing, and I feel like I already knew quite a lot about babies and birth and having them and <laughs> things that can happen in there. And I consider myself 
fairly informed about these things, but I had a serious misconception about all right. what a placenta even is at all. So, you know, Baby Quest clearing up misconceptions for everybody, including one of the hosts. The Who problem knew? is that I thought I knew what it was, and so I never, I never <laughs> bothered tried to like, to, like ask that. questions. I was like, yeah, I know what the placenta is. <laughs> okay. So, we were talking about my amniocentesis. So, the amniocentesis is a genetic test. They take some amniotic fluid and then... Not from the placenta. Not from the placenta, from within the uterus. Right. And then they send it away for genetic testing. Yeah. So, they do an ultrasound to make sure they have a good... That they're going to go in in a good spot, right? That, like... You know, hopefully the baby kind of is like not in that zone, that there's like a lot of space around, that it's not near the placenta. They're like looking for all these things. Mm-hmm. I did read this week in in the app. Yeah. That uh, Mike's way better at reading the apps than I am. If they, if the needle is in there and the like, baby pokes himself it's like don't worry baby will, baby doesn't like to be poked so it'll just move away and i was like mm, really so they I'm skeptical they okay. stick the needle in and then at least in the doctor's telling me for my procedure they like insert a catheter so it's a little piece of plastic that's in there and then they take the needle out so if squid was to have bumped into it they weren't bumping into a needle they were bumping into plastic. Mm. I was watching the whole time. It didn't look like squid was anywhere near it. I don't like that they put the needle in like right near your belly button. Yeah. That's yucky. So me. like it, yeah. Well, from... I mean, I don't like belly buttons right. in general <laughs> a lot. Belly buttons freak me out. I mean, that is going to kind of be dependent on the like your uterus and like is. where everything is i think that was just like the best spot for mm-hmm. them the doctor did say while she was doing it that like that my umbilical cord like the part of my umbilical cord that is like inside my body yeah it was like in the way Ugh. and she was like trying to navigate around that i don't like that idea at all <laughs> belly buttons are gross <laughs> So I was like, oh, that's weird that like, and then I like started thinking about it and I was like, oh, there's like just like a piece of your umbilical cord that like is just always inside you. I don't want to get into more (laughs) talking about how dumb I am, but like uh, you say that and I'm like, yeah, that's right. What, what is it attached to in there? In, in adults? I don't like, I don't know. It attaches in there somewhere. To what? I don't know. You could look it up. I'm going to have to duck, duck, go Because now too. people are going to want to know. What does the umbilical cord... <laughs> no, belly button, because it's not umbilical cord. Yeah, it's true. Attach to inside. It's <laughs> hmm, quite the... I've always wondered what's behind the belly button. Oh, yeah. See there. Yeah, what's behind the belly button? Oh, belly buttons. That's a yucky... Baby belly button. It's not even like the grossest one I've when ever seen. When a baby is born, kind of the cord of birth, umbilical cord forms very early on. Placenta. Yeah, I know what a placenta is. <laughs> Some point after birth, the cord is an important function. Once cut and clamped, withers away. 
Inny or outy? This is the worst article ever. Internally, the veins and arteries in the cord close up for, uh, and form ligaments, which are tough connective tissues. These ligaments divide, blah, blah, blah. Divided up this liver into sections and remain attached to the inside of the belly button. So they're, they just, it's, you have, it's just ligaments attached straight from your liver to your belly button? Yeah, I feel like it just like degenerates into ligaments. So it and just also, like the you, arteries degenerate into ligaments that serve no real purpose, but the more internal part becomes part of your circulatory system. I think it's because it just like it used to go just like when you're inside, it just like goes in and provides blood and nutrients. Yeah, at, so I guess that would go through the liver, and it just like closes sense, off once but... it's been clipped. <sighs> Rarely a canal remains that connects the bladder to the belly button. This leads to urine leaking out of the belly button. I hate this. <laughs> so I don't have a lot of things that gross me. Like I, we were just looking at photographs of real placentas left and right coming out the wazoo. And that's all fine. And like umbilical cords and everything. No and I problem, mean, no you problem, have no experienced problem. a lot of like medical trauma with me and have been oh, like yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. I've been blasted with blood clots and stuff. Like, you didn't get blasted fine. with a blood clot. You're blasting a lot of people with blood clots. <laughs> One person got blasted with a blood clot. Not a lot of stuff yucks me up. The belly buttons are just so <laughs> nasty and freaky. And like, we will let you, you know. Touch it, it's like hurts your whole body. <laughs> I hate it. We'll let you know how Mike does once Squid is born and has to see a belly button dry up. I mean, I've seen it before, whatever. It's not my favorite, but it's fine. He's going to be dry heaving. It's going to be great. No, I won't. Okay, yeah. So, amniocentesis happening. They, like, leave the little <laughs> catheter in. They start suctioning out fluid. So, they take five syringes of fluid, which ends up being about 50 cc's of fluid. Stat. Uh, it's not clear, in case anybody didn't know that. Amniotic fluid is like a yellowy-brown color. hmm And then you're done. And, like, where they stick a needle in does not bleed anywhere. It kind of looks like when you get, like, a like a flu shot. Right. I guess the same. Well, it's a needle. Yeah. And they said, you know, you could have some slight cramping, maybe some spotting, maybe some leaking of fluid... Yeah, all of the possible and totally normal possible effects or... Um, symptoms. Symptom. Well... Yeah. Sim- like, the <laughs> the things that they expect to happen after this are were kind of freaky. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, if you start, like, just leaking fluid all over the place, that's normal. Or if you're bleeding, that's n- super normal. And if you get all, like, crazy cramping, that's normal, too. But if you, you get, like, all of them at once and it's super, super bad, maybe come see us. It's <laughs> like, what? Really? All right. Yeah, they said if it, like, if you get any of the symptoms and they intensify instead of get better over time or you have all of them, then you need to go to emerge. <laughs> mm. I was like, oh, okay. So, took it easy. Yeah the rest of the day yeah and i mean i had like a little bit of cramping and a little bit of like spotting leaking but like nothing severe and so now we wait for the results yeah the other thing i didn't like 
about this is when Leah told me how much they took out. It was she told me it was fifty cubic centimeters. I did not say. It was five syringes full. It is way too much. Put I told I told the doctor put some of that back. Baby so, needs that. So the doctor said baby's gonna get dried out in there. That the baby replaces that within a day, and I don't I can't wait a day. That they needed to take a little bit more from me because of the like levels of testing we were having done. Normally they would only take thirty. I don't care. It's too much. It's fine. They took too much. Squid's fine. I drank lots of water. Through your belly button? No. Okay. And yeah, so now we wait. We were somewhat hopeful that we might get (laughs) results today. And? They didn't come today. Oh. So next week. So one other interesting thing was that we got a really good picture. um, Oh my gosh. And it's very clear. Uh, we can see head to toe, literally, like yeah. the entire leg is in the photograph. <laughs> and our baby got long legs. <laughs> so I'm looking at the ultrasound while the tech is doing it, and I was like, "Those, like, those look like long legs." <laughs> and the tech was like, "Oh yeah, they are on the long side." And I was like, "I don't know where that kid got that from, because like, not me." So. They're really putting their horse jockeying career in jeopardy by having I think like, these long legs. I guess. Maybe they'll be like a dressage rider or I don't want them to show be a dressage jump- rider. Show jumping or show jumping's kinda cool. Cross country, three day eventing. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cross cool. country? Where you'd like they literally ride cross country and they yeah, like jump over I natural that natural obstacles instead of like the show jumping obstacles sure 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 sure. that's a little more dangerous you have to wear like chest pads for that one if their legs get any longer they're not going to be a great f1 driver they're going to be too big and heavy i don't know some of those f1 drivers on like the netflix show look kind of tall uh i don't know how tall any of them are oh really they all look very tall and strapping um well i mean you got to be super strong to drive one of those cars so they're all strong and have very thick necks. I know, what's the, like, the... You need a powerful neck. The one with the the dark hair. Daniel Ricardo? Yeah, isn't he tall? <laughs> I don't think so. Really? He looks very tall. I don't know if any of them are short. I mean... Hang on, let's duck, duck, go Daniel right, Ricardo. Right, because, like, welcome to the podcast in which we Google search things. Right. Remember when we had Katie on last week? Yeah, and how good that was? Sorry, guys. I hope she doesn't listen to this one, because she's smart and she's going to know now. I mean, I bet he has a Wikipedia page that would just tell just you. have his height? Yeah. Where are you? Celebrityheight.com. What are you on? <laughs> Celebrity tall. Stars wiki. Well, shouldn't it be like on the F1 website? Just take out height. Oh, wait. I wrote in Raniel Ricardo. Well, maybe that's part of the issue. Yeah, just go to his Wikipedia. It's probably there. Okay, he's 31 years old. Yeah. It's not going to have his height on here. Sometimes it does. Oh, no, that's his position. No, it's not on Wikipedia. Mm. Hang on, we got to go back to celebritytall.com. Right, obviously. Oh, right, right there. Oh. Where? 5'9". There you go. Well, according to celebritytall.com. I mean, I mean 5'9", that's not short. 
No, it's like... That is not average. That's above average. No, it's actually not. What? For an adult man. Really? 5'9"? Yeah, I thought like male average was like 5'7". Oh my god. No, I'm... I mean, I wish. Well, you're not 5'7". No, but I'm much closer to 5'7 than 5'9". Average human height by country. Oh, wait, where does Daniel Ricardo come from? Oh, isn't he like Spain or Italy or... I mean, let's look up Canada. No, he's... What? Spain or... No, he's like from Australia, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. Australia... The average male height in Australia is five foot nine. Yes, he's perfect. And they're like giant criminals there. I mean, I don't think you're allowed to say that. Oh, same in Canada. Right. Yeah, five nine's like average height. All right. Look, I'm average in China. <laughs> are you? What is it? Which height are you going by? Mike likes to sometimes be... Mm, he's being generous with the height. Excuse you. Anyway, this episode sponsored by CelebrityTall.com. <laughs> Your number one source for Daniel Ricardo's height. Maybe they cite no sources, so we're not 100% sure on these facts. <laughs> I don't know if our kid's going to be 5'9". You shouldn't get your hopes up. They have very long legs. <clears throat> yes, they do have long legs. So, I mean, we'll see. So everyone loved the long legs this week. Uh, we loved getting the amnio done. That was good. I didn't mm. get to go and be part of the amnio like I did for the uh, CEVS last time. Yeah, which you had a great time at. Mike thought that was like the best thing ever. Yeah, it was very interesting. I would have liked to see this too. It would have been interesting, but no. The new thing now is when you're in an ultrasound and I don't get to be there, I don't know, maybe maybe it's getting better or maybe I'm just it's getting better in my head because I'm rationalizing it right now. But mm. the new thing is that I don't feel a lot of anxiety or worry or anything before the appointment or very far ahead of the appointment. Mm-hmm. Then when you go in and you're in there and you're seeing stuff and I'm not, then I start to get worried mm. and I'm like waiting to hear from you. Mm. And that's when my kind of anxiety kicks in mm. with all the whole not being able to be in the appointments and stuff. Yeah. I try and text you as like soon as I can. Yeah, and you do. And it's very good. But I am sitting there think like wondering during that time. Mm. Yeah. And that's been a bummer for me. Yeah. And also just jealous that you get to see Squid all the time, and I don't. I mean, thankfully, we've had very nice ultrasound techs who give us lots of photos. Yeah. And, like, they don't even, like, they just give them to us. They don't, like, we're not charged for them. We don't, like, we're just handed photos. Yeah. And normally multiple photos. Yeah. Um, so I think the ultrasound techs are, like, sympathetic to the fact that partners and support people aren't allowed in and aren't allowed to be there and see everything so yeah that's nice yeah they're nice people yeah so yeah now we wait for results if you have a guess of what you think squid is biosex male or female (laughs) yeah i was gonna say we're gonna have a biosex at birth reveal party lots of fireworks out in the woods no Everyone bring your own sparklers. No. We'll, we'll set up a big pile of leaves. No. <laughs> no? I'm excited to find out. I'm very excited to find out, but I mean, I'm also, uh, I'm ex- I don't know, I'm like excited and weirdly kind of nervous to find that out, mm. but 
also i'm mostly anxious to find out and i mean anxious like in the anticipatory way not in the uh anxiety I'm vomiting way yeah anxious to find out about the actual serious information that we're going to be learning from the amniocentesis i just feel like and by that i mean like I'm, chromosomal deficiencies i'm anticipating or, that nothing is wrong because because of the neck thickness so far there has been nothing no physical evidence on any of the ultrasounds yeah so but i don't know it's still lots of time for stuff to go wrong i mean at this point the baby's pretty much formed oh yeah you're right we're in we're in the clear now no i'm not saying no 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 you're right good point uh, nothing I'm... bad can happen here i'm not out. saying that i'm saying most of the baby has been formed and nothing could possibly stop it <sighs> so the other thing that's been going on recently is this week I I was having all these feelings about it just kind of occurred to me or popped into my head that this should have been around when Eliza was born mm. because her due date she well she was born August 15th obviously as all of our listeners know um, but her due date was Halloween last year Yes. And as it would have been a scheduled C-section, probably would have been around now. And I don't know. I was having a lot of thoughts and feelings about that this week and just kind of being sad that we're not having our first birthday party in quarantine and stuff. So I, I mean, I get those feelings and I understand why you're having them. Thank you. I don't have those same feelings because we didn't have a specific date that she was going to be born on right it was like vaguely early october ish kind of was like what we were being told so i think because there wasn't a specific date that i knew that like now it doesn't like have the same impact Mm. i don't know if that makes sense are you anticipating any kind of impact on halloween no because halloween like last year yes yes halloween was not a great day no but halloween was also my grandmother's birthday yeah so you know it like it is and it's a holiday well a holiday should be a holiday air quotes so it is more than just her due date so i think for that reason like once we got past the like You mean like it could be kind of a positive thing or you don't even like associate it with her? I don't even associate it with her. Now it's just like August 15th is her is her day. Cold blooded. I don't think that's cold blooded. Ice in those veins. (sighs) I don't think that's cold blooded. I think that's just like. Vote in the comments below whether or not Leah is is cold hearted. (laughs) No, everybody knows Leah compartmentalizes all of her feelings so once again Hmm. it's happening yeah i don't know i don't really if anything i feel like it might be kind of a positive day to remember eliza on halloween because halloween is kind of i'm not a big halloween head i like so i like cute halloween i don't like is weird i like the i like the aesthetic of halloween and i like seeing decorations and seeing you know, the the spooky bats mm. and pumpkins and all mm. that. I don't like doing that. <laughs> and I don't like doing anything for Halloween. 
I like that Halloween is around and I get to enjoy mm. it passively. Big fan of it in that sense. Mike's not a fan of pumpkin carving. Uh, it sucks because I'm so good at it. <laughs> I'm not because the pumpkin always sits outside and we forget to bring it in. And then we have, we're like, oh, we got to carve it at the last second. And we bring it in and it's like frozen and my hands just freeze for two hours while I'm carving it. It's so bad. It's so cold. You're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. We bring in the pumpkin from outside and it's freezing cold. And then I've got my hands in freezing goo for two hours. While I make an amazing, beautiful pumpkin art. What was I saying about Halloween? That he likes it. Anyway, Halloween's okay. I was never big into trick-or-treating. I think it's weird that people are complaining about the kids not being able to go out trick-or-treating this year. Yeah, I was like, I I always- I saw a lot of that on Twitter today. I always did it. I always went trick-or-treating, but it was never a huge event. And I most of the time just went with my dad, not <laughs> with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really love candy. Hmm. So, you know, I'd get like a bag of candy and then it would be there until you Easter. Go for the Cheetos and that's it. And basically, you know, a couple lollipops and like- some rockets and like i was good for weeks Mm, yeah rockets are good to our american listeners what you call smarties we call rockets oh yeah and what we call smarties you don't have you don't have but they're basically (laughs) m&ms which we also have yeah but they're different they're different they're like can you picture an m&m can you picture an m&m it's pretty much they're like bigger and flatter yeah so it's like an m&m but bigger and flatter. I'd, volumetrically, I don't know if it is bigger. It's probably just like a little bit squished M&M. Mm-hmm. And also they don't use the same, like it's not the same bright colors as the M&M. Like Smarties are like a little muted. Um, Probably, I guess. Maybe. I feel like it has something to do with the coating. Yeah. You could put a Smartie in your mouth and it would come out white. I don't know if the same can be said for Right, like if you suck on it, it's all going to come off. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they're all bad. I mean, I am... This episode's sponsored by... uh Uh-oh. Smarties. Oh, no. I am a little sad that, like, we're not going to be able to hand out candy. See, that's the other thing. I I don't like handing out candy either. Oh, really? See, I love seeing all the kids in their costumes. It's super cute. I know some, like, adult millennials and stuff are like oh i don't know how to make a phone call i can't talk on the phone and it's like whatever i'll talk on the phone that's fine i've i talk on the phone i've done that professionally like it's not a big deal <laughs> uh answering the door like oh mike's really bad at chance. it he's really bad no thank you um no i am the candy giver outer on halloween yeah and sometimes i stand like at the opposite he stands end of the house. at the end of the hallway and watches which is just to, creepy like, Maybe I'll see a cool costume or something, but only from a distance. (laughs) And they're like all the little kids. Like I love like bright and early when you first start handing out candy and you got the real little kids, right? And like they're toddling up your steps and like, that's adorable. (laughs) And I like when they all say trick or treat and thank you. And it like warms my heart. And, you know, I'm a kindergarten teacher. So oftentimes I just get to wear the same costume that I wore to school. And so that's fun. Yeah. The year I was a hungry, the hungry caterpillar was a big hit. Yeah. The parents really loved it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good. 
like I like carving pumpkins. We always carve pumpkins in my class and I think it's fun and I like it. And then I bring the pumpkins home and we put them out and it's a good time. Anyway, Halloween's canceled, but... And we didn't do Halloween last year. I mean, for obvious reasons, we didn't Yeah, do. we did not participate We didn't in participate last year. Uh, and our grief counselor recommended that we did not participate in Halloween last year. So, like, we weren't even just making, like, erratic decisions for ourselves. So I was, like, looking forward to Halloween this year. And, like, I have a cute bump. I don't know. I could have worn, like, I don't know what I was going to... banana costume. Yeah. You could have been a pregnant banana. Yeah, it would have been hilarious. So... You know, I've never been pregnant at Halloween, so I was like, "Ooh, I could do something fun." <laughs> yeah, but there's a global but pandemic. I know. We chose to get pregnant during a pandemic. We did, but we the, could have the, waited the, four or five years until it was all over. The gumball costume is a really popular pregnancy. What Halloween costume? Gumball. Like a gumball machine. Yeah. And, and you put what like parts the belly the like the part that how holds all the gumballs and you put little pom-poms all on your belly is there like plastic around it no if you look it up you'll see i'm not duck duck going this one what is the upper part of your torso it's like all on a t-shirt like sometimes you put like a red you know you're just like all like camouflage like in black no just Duck, duck, go it. Okay, we're duck, duck, going. Because he's not Pregnancy seeing. gumball Halloween costume. See? Yeah, I don't like it. Like, look at this one. This one's cute. I could have done this. Oh, I don't like the positioning of the, like, crank on there. <laughs> and what's coming out of that slot? Gumballs, babies. Who knows? Oh, my God. Turn the crank and find out. Oh, hang on. I should search for... See, look at that one. That one's also cute. Sexy gumball Halloween oh, costume. No. None of those are pregnant. They just took away the pregnancy part. Ah, <laughs> close. <laughs> anyway, that was bad. Nah. Is there anything else we need to talk about this week? I don't know. This is, uh, guys, this We've is what happens when we record a podcast on Friday night. This is what you get. You get the goofies. <laughs> we haven't really had a chance to talk yet. We just like sat down for a podcast and you've also gotten us just having a conversation. This is the only time, the only time we speak during a week normally <laughs> is when we sit down to record a podcast. <laughs> That's not entirely true. I don't even... <laughs> I don't even ask. That's why I ask how you're feeling at the start, because I haven't talked to you about it in a week. I haven't asked how your day was or anything. Right. So please join us next week for Baby Quest, a podcast. Where we might know if Squid is a boy or a girl. Yeah, actually made a lot of jokes about promising that before, but this time it actually seems likely (laughs) that that will be the case. The next time we record... So maybe I like won't announce it. It's the most important decision on Baby Quest we've ever made. Social media. We'll leave it for why to make the announcement on the podcast. Really? I don't know. Nobody even follows our Baby Quest social media. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Sure. If you're listening and you're like, oh man, I do want to find out before the next episode, you should go follow us on social media. I'm not saying we'll post it, but maybe you never know. Yeah, we probably will. 
BabyQuest cast on Twitter. BabyQuest pod on Instagram. BabyQuestPod at gmail.com for emails. Maybe we got an email with predictions. Oh, definitely. All right, let me just Google DuckDuckGo gmail.com. Wait, 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 wait. We have an email. Hold the podcast. Oh, my God. Hold the phone. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We have a beautiful email submission from... Anonymous listener, Poppy. (laughs) Subject line, mailbag. (laughs) Thanks, Poppy. Body of the text, hello, this is for you. Love you, bye. And there is a photograph attached. (laughs) And this appears to be uh, some kind of very old-timey woodcut uh, illustration image of a ship, a Mm -hmm. sailing ship being attacked by a giant we'll, we'll call it a kraken oh yeah yeah but for the purposes of this um it's, so, it's definitely a squid and on the ship poppy has labeled it yes <laughs> the item a few items here are labeled it says our hearts on the ship and then the beast that is wrapped around the ship is labeled squid <laughs> this is beautiful we should uh, post is, that photo to... Oh my to... god, are you kidding? Of course. This is definitely going on the social. On the social. So head over to our social media to see this wonderful, beautiful picture. <laughs> and um, uh, we've actually got a few other things in the mailbag. No, Something just... from Baki Fashion. It's the last chance to get paid. All right. And Macy's Style Crew. It's also, also the last, last chance, chance to, to get, get paid. paid. <laughs> Great. Well, it sounds like we've still got a chance to get paid, so that's good news. Cool. Uh, thank you, Poppy, for our first ever real email. This has been Love very it. exciting for everyone involved. Yes. And don't forget, you can send email to babyquestpod at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm just going to delete all your... Thank you for cleaning the inbox out. So we're going to talk to you again next week. I love you. Bye. Mwah. This week in Baby Quest. <laughs> it's not this week in Baby Quest, is it? I think it is. I, is it? On? Yeah, no, it is in Baby Quest. Oh boy. I thought it was on or something. No, I don't think so. <laughs>